You're listening to DraftKings Network. Thanks so much for listening to the Cooligans. In this one big old segment, we talk about a lot. Okay, we go everything. We talk about the U twenty World Cup, the, the U- Champions League final, the Champions League final, the World Cup, the Gold Cup, <laughs> every cup. You the teacup. We get another. <laughs> we get another illustrious gift. Uh, this, I mean, this one might top them all. Absolutely. Plus, we talk about wearing dresses and crying. <laughs> all this and more today on the Cooligans. Hey, this is Alexi Lawless. There is nobody in U.S. soccer that is more important than the Cooligans. Yeah, baby! Let's just do an all Spanish episode. That's right. So everyone from the Midwest, get your Duolingo apps ready. Or get that app that you just press the button and it translates on the fly. But you just have to press the button the whole time for an hour and then let go. And then Siri reads it out to you for an hour. And that app is called Your Latino Friend. Yeah. yeah. It's called Bodeguero. Uh, Ask your friends about that. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. We are the Cooligans. My name is Christian Polanco. Yeah, it is. And my name is Alexis Guerrero. We are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer podcast that you've ever listened to at the top of Madison Square Garden here in New York City. And it's not also the funniest soccer podcast no, you mean only. it's not only. It's also it's also it's also, it's it's also, also the yeah, it's also the funniest soccer podcast because it also happens to be the gulliest soccer podcast. That is correct. Come on. We bring the heat every single week. Thank you so much uh for listening. And we have to mention because we did lose the audio for for last week's episode. So here on the 201st episode, <laughs> we would like to thank you for helping us reach 200. That's right. So yeah, the audio is missing, it is gone, but uh, in that in that little section yeah, uh, it's about four minutes of audio. We were thanking everybody for listening to the show and helping. Remember, it. you cried. I did. You ripped I, your shirt off. I ripped my shirt off. I had to get. I had to do the shirt. The, the show shirtless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's video of us talking, yet there's no audio. So what were we saying? We were just saying that you guys are the absolute best, and it means the world to us that you have somehow. Uh, told your friends and you've told your loved ones and you've told people you hated. That's right. Uh, your coworkers, your, your church goers, uh, your, your everybody, <laughs> people you meet at buffets. That's right. On airplanes. I, which I, I imagine is the majority of our audience. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is not, we, we, you we, tapped your foot <laughs> in the third stall of the bathroom <laughs> at the airport. Hey. <laughs> Whatever you gotta do to get the cooligans right. out there. It's called guerrilla marketing. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> and you know, gorillas are my type. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing a here we are. Hey, it's Pride Month. That's just right. to, just all of our fans in the LGBTQ community. That's right. Uh, so thank you uh, for, for in general, overall. We thank you so much for listening to the show. You know, we 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 do, do not say this lightly. Is that this show and you people listening? What do you mean, you people? Yeah. Uh, what, what you mean, you people? <laughs> what you mean? What you mean, you people? But uh, for everyone listening, you guys have uh, drastically changed our lives, and it's hundred uh, percent. It, it's been so much fun to do this. You uh, and we keep getting messages from people saying how much like we've you know we've added to their lives or or changed their mood when they were in a rough period or just a bad day, things like that. And I don't think the fans hear enough how much 
them just allowing us to do this has sure. enriched our lives. Yeah, and it has. And when when people send us nice messages like that, it's like you know, it gives it gives at least uh, it gives us like a renewed sense of purpose of like, yeah, we're we're comedians. We've been doing we've been slogging at this for a long time. Yeah, and and now you know we're finding we're able to give our gift of <laughs> of laughter. We're able to spread our seed of laughter. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, we 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 word it in different ways. <laughs> yeah, but we mean it both the same. <laughs> so we love the fact that we get to be inside you once a week, <laughs> which is that's literal. I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah we're, we're in your the ears. Audio waves of yeah. what we're saying right the now. The wave is going inside. So, uh, but so thank you so much. That, that, <laughs> I just got a text from Tim. God forbid he put your welcome. All right, so he did. He lose. He lost the audio, but he was again. He apologized. So it's not a so, big yes, deal. It, it's all good. Uh, so. But Imagine this part of the show gets lost as well. It's like <laughs> we just never can thank the fans. <laughs> just, uh, just the universe that won't allow it. Uh, so thank you. Seriously, uh, it's it's awesome, and we'll, we we will plan on making the next two hundred uh, even more gully and Hell even yeah. more funny. So uh, we're gonna keep at it. So uh, so a lot to talk about today. We I, we'll, Champions League final. Champions League final. Thank you, Liverpool. <laughs> I, I hate. Well, no, I'm not happy that Liverpool won because I I'm just, an Everton fan, but. It's also it was a weird moment for us because we're hosting this event and you're an Everton fan, so you have you have, you want Liverpool to not win, correct? I'm a Todd. I'm a Todd fan. I'm an Arsenal <laughs> fan, so I need yeah, at the deepest of my core for Tottenham not to win. And there's fans of both of those teams there. Yeah. So I was a de facto Liverpool fan. You were kind of a de facto Tottenham fan. Yeah. I think even for you it was difficult to yeah, root for Tottenham. Who? I mean, I, I thought I don't like. Or, or you know, I don't hate Tottenham. Uh, no, neither do I. I. I don't also. I also don't hate Liverpool. I, I just think it's a. Uh, I it's a, because I've only really been following Everton for like five years that there isn't like I didn't grow up with some hatred towards Liverpool. Right. You didn't them, get beat up in school every time you wore your <laughs> Everton shirt. Yeah, even though I did see um, the, you know, the the, the Everton uh, logo, the little, uh, like, the top of the castle, tower. The yeah. little tower that um, was vandalized by Liverpool fans. That, they, they, they made it into a penis, didn't they? <laughs> no, they oh, mean, okay. That already pretty much looks like a penis. Yeah. They don't need to did do too much. Did you see the video of the one fan who got arrested for nakedly masturbating during the festivities, the Liverpool festivities after the game in Madrid. No, I didn't see that. Why? I mean, what's the big deal? It's just celebrating. You're just up on a perch. <laughs> Look just. At, <laughs> they didn't arrest that Eagles fan that ate the, the cow shit. No. The horse shit. They patted him on the back. <laughs> like, good for you, buddy. Yeah. And you know what he said? Tasted better than the pizza in Philly, <laughs> believe it or not. Wow, uh, that's, that's a direct quote. <laughs> flames. Uh, but no, they, they um, uh, graffitied, they spread Spray painted uh, the number six uh, several times all over for you know six ti- six Champions League titles, but or six all- European titles, six uh, yeah, uh, European yeah, exactly yeah. the European Championship, right? Uh, but it says six several times, so it just looks like six six six. Yeah, the mark yeah. of the devil, yeah, Everton, <laughs> a bunch of goth fans. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, but yes, congrats. we re- we retweeted it though. You got to read the article in the Guardian. The way it explains what this one set of cops had to do, like they arrested a guy for stealing a ticket and then they immediately had to run away and 
help a camera crew whose camera was getting stolen by Liverpool fans. And then after that, they turn around and there's just a naked guy masturbating. Uh, <laughs> it was just, it was like the it's funniest article. Yeah. So <laughs> that one cop was like, this was too much. <laughs> Which, you know, who, who, what crime do we go yeah, after first? Yeah. Which one's the worst here? All right. This guy's got a few minutes left. So let's try to get this camera back. <laughs> uh, insane. Yeah. There was, I also saw a footage of uh, a bunch of Liverpool fans running into uh, the Barcelona team store uh, and and uh, singing the, the the song, you know, the the, the oh, so, no 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 that's the, that's Manchester City. I'm thinking. Ole, uh, ole, ole. Oh yeah, yeah yeah the other one yeah yeah. So uh, yes yeah so okay congratulations Liverpool. Uh, yeah you had a rough go of it last year but made up for it. Certainly and, and you they, won and they won handily. I mean it was uh, it was a breeze. Mohamed Salah with that with that penalty and with then the nothing. Play happened for 86 minutes <laughs> sure i mean the sadio mane uh forced handball uh to, yeah. to suzoko was the titty ball <laughs> that's that's yeah that's what you were calling it while we were hosting and again yeah. th- thank you again for uh uh everyone that came out to world soccer shop bohemian uh, hall bohemian hall in astoria we we got to host essentially our first like game right we, we haven't done anything we did like that. commentary during the game we've yeah. done it for other stuff but not like no one's asked us to hold the mic the entire time especially for such a big event right yeah so i was which by the way all those ny fests easily prepared us They're like oh you yeah. just want us to be a mic for five hours <laughs> not a problem all good yeah oh day at the beach <laughs> but it was uh fun to to kind of experience the game with uh with liverpool fans and tottenham fans and we could basically roast the team when whenever we could we it was weird because we've been doing comedy so long that we're just used to hecklers right so yeah. we weren't uh disparaged or or it wasn't difficult to like we sort of expected it yeah right? almost corral- corralling that crowd was easy with we've dealt with some absolute monsters at yeah. comedy clubs. You run a show where the stage is open behind you to the yes. street. <laughs> if you can deal with that on a weekly basis, yes. you're fine. So, yeah, we basically invite uh, heckling. Uh, Not during time. our comedy shows. Now, but, Please, you will be kicked out. So, But the, the idea of handling a heckler at a comedy show and handling just a tipsy soccer fan is, yeah. is pretty I mean, it's easy peasy. Easy. <laughs> All I'm saying is that we've had a lot of experience. Yeah. Uh, so and that experience came in handy because you know you do comedy for so long and and you're like what the hell am I doing this for? And yeah, you know, you have yeah. Some of those days I'm like this crowd was terrible. I'm hurt to my core. It's Why? like they as a group decided I'm not good at this. You know what I mean? Like from the moment I walked they, on stage, they even speak to each yeah. other. It's they don't strange. know each other. They're strangers, but they intrinsically knew not nah, a saying it chief. So that, <laughs> there's those nights it happens. So it happens often. And, uh, it was, it was cool to be able to, uh, to watch a soccer game. And it also feel like a comedy show at the same time. You know what I mean? That that's really yeah. what the, the fun of it was because while we were watching it, we could interact with the audience, make jokes, people yelling, at us and going yeah. back and forth super fun people were trying to like joke on us yeah. and we were like yo we're prepared for this <laughs> it was so much fun and like the cool thing about it was like there was a bit of a crowd that kind of gathered around us specifically to be near us while the game was on oh yeah it's like some people decided you know the game watching the game would be cool but why don't we watch it with these two comedians talking yeah and we've been saying that we know that this is a skill set of ours we just have never done it we've never proven it sure and we proved it yeah yeah i think it was great but shouts to world soccer shop world yeah. soccer shop 
Awesome. Super fun. Thanks for believing in us. uh, Yeah, everyone out there uh, was great. And thank you. A lot of uh, World Soccer Shop did give away a bunch of uh, uh, jerseys and gifts, and uh, they raffled off a lot of stuff. A lot of people left before the raffle was over, so they didn't win. Because a couple of Cooligans fans actually did win. Yeah, Uh, because other people weren't winning. (laughs) Because other people weren't winning, yeah. We legit went through, like, I think nine names in a row that weren't there. Yeah. It's insane. Look, look, shout out to that. I'm wearing the U.S. Women's National Team kit. Because Uh, no one took it. <laughs> no one, it. no one. Uh, and this is great because this is the this is not a men's jersey. This is the women's jersey. The women's right. like uh, cut, and I'm yeah. wearing I'm wearing women's clothing on in, on Pride Month. And yo, and this is not something that that filter of the man you put up before <laughs> would wear. This is, but it looks great on you, dude. I look good in women's clothing. Yeah, I mean, look, it's been questioned before, <laughs> but now we got proof, my guy. All right, this, yeah. we are certain now. Uh, but no, this, let's get that Zulily uh, sponsorship. <laughs> okay, you know, Sephora, right? Yeah. Up front, uh, you think I won't wear a dress? <laughs> Try me, dog. Yeah, <laughs> yo, give me one of them sundresses, my G. Let's that wear hit me where I need it. <laughs> cool me off. <laughs> okay. Stop staring, sir. Yeah, yo. You better not be going up the escalator that many steps behind me. <laughs> I see what you're doing. Dirt dog. <laughs> so uh so thank you, man. And your boy don't wax. <laughs> <laughs> so uh thank you. Yeah, I feel I feel good in it. This you know what? But you look good in it. I've never worn uh a, a woman's uh cut a jersey before and uh, you know, I can I can sort of feel the spots where I'm like, okay, I think I have a, I think I may have a man's frame. Yeah, you know? yeah. it does. It kind of comes in. It's inverted parentheses. Uh, correct. Yeah, but you know what? I gotta say, I like. It also kind of skirts out at the bottom. I, and I love skirts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do skirt steaks. Yeah, I, I do skirts. yeah. Oh, buddy, now we're talking. Put skirt steaks at the bottom of your jersey. <laughs> but uh, I, I gotta be honest, I I like this cut better. I I sort of like that. It fits your shape. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I my I, I want my you know certain parts of my torso to be accentuated. Yeah, you know? yeah, want, buddy, it is. <laughs> it's giving you curves. It's really it's really my only strength. <laughs> so I'm glad that it can showcase that. It's specifically built for a man with a 28 size waist. <laughs> so I appreciate it. So thank you. Uh, so if uh, I wore that, I would need two people to help me get out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, okay, so we usually uh, start the show by uh, you know showing love to the people who show love to of us. Of course, why would we? do anything and we got a bunch of uh, great reviews on itunes we're at 465 reviews help us get to 500 yeah we're we're so close to 500 close just do it you're on your phone right now you don't just do it yeah you you got cell reception just do it are Uh, you are you listening right now while looking at your phone what insane i mean what else should you be doing you're on what two dots by the way three people came up to us and we're like y'all love the show i still haven't reviewed yet what are you doing Stop it's, talking to me right now. Go do it. To take the train to go to a story that come, then walk up to us and tell us that you haven't left a review. Then it is to just leave a review. You had eighty six minutes of non action. <laughs> you couldn't leave a little review. <laughs> so uh, here uh, I'm going to read uh, this one uh, because oh did we read? Uh, no, we didn't read this one. Uh, this one was really fun. So uh, this is from uh, Mataburro. 
Oh, I like this one. Okay, so if you if you don't know, uh, Mata Abuhro is like a donkey. Yeah, and uh, this guy donkey kills, killer, donkey killer. So uh, okay, watch watch out for him on Fortnite. Right, you thought guy. Donkey Kong was a. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the subject is a Dominican and half Uruguayan slash half Cuban walk into a podcast. Okay, okay, so this is <laughs> okay, a little cheat there. I've, I've read this in a joke book before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. common joke structure here, folks. <laughs> Dominican and a Cuban Uruguayan walk into a bar. <laughs> um, uh, and he goes and and make uh, and continues the subject. Uh, it walk into a podcast and make the gulliest soccer show there is. If you if you want the analysis, listen to those beards, uh, the uh, Brit and the lumberjack, the Brit and the lumberjack with the prepubescent voice. <laughs> we know who you're talking about. It is shocking the difference in his voice and Taylor when you see him in person. <laughs> so uh, and it continues. Goes if uh, if you want. Four people disagreeing about how slosh the grumpy one is. Listen to those extra guys. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> Shots throwing fire. Some shade. Uh, but if you need to laugh because your team has uh, just dropped three points to the worst team in the conference, then the Cooligans are your guys. <laughs> P.S. It's called Bombilla. My wife's Bolivian. Believe that. Believe that. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you so much, Mata Bujuro. Thank you so much for the review. Thank you so much for roasting everybody in the industry. Because uh, we always love that, uh, and uh, and thank you for helping us get to uh, to those five hundred. I'm going to read two of them. Okay, quick. Okay, uh, this is by uh, Mr. Duchamp. Okay, we okay. got a French man a listening. Friend. Very nice. Uh, the subject is they told me to do it. <laughs> and then the, uh, the the whole thing is I was scared not to get five stars. Okay. That was it. That's the whole thing. <laughs> Let me read the other one. It's titled Peer Pressure. This is by Sir Eugene Eleven. Peer Pressure. The whole thing is guilt tripped into this. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. All right. So it's working. You know, this is what we've been trying to do. All right. You better be leaving. I feel like at least one of these guys was at. Uh, he's like, I better do it. Yes. I got to do this. We, we went to the Jewish school of mothering. Right? Yeah, yeah. We guilt people into doing everything. By the way, definitely. And that's just called growing up in a Cuban household. You think I don't know guilt, my guy? It's, it's in. It's, I was raised in the darkness. <laughs> so uh, so thank you so much for, for the reviews. Uh, we appreciate it. They truly truly do help uh and hopefully we can catch up uh, on the number of reviews at some other shows that have thousands and thousands crazy <laughs> so we're making our way there we're getting a five it. we're getting there so little by little uh every every review counts so uh let's uh quickly talk about uh before a bunch of other things that we need to discuss let's just talk about um the uh u.s uh youth national team the u20 the u20 world cup is going on right now and literally right we just finished watching we just finished watching it we're starting recording France. late because we wanted to make sure uh, we saw the end of this game because it was that uh the, that incredible but uh the united states defeats france the in the u20s bodied them in the round of 16 moving to the quarterfinals one three to two uh two goals from uh, lost Seba- the lead and came back yeah two goals from sebastian soto and one from uh, justin rennick rennick uh insane i if you if you haven't seen this game it was it, it, the u20 world cup is going on 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 fox sports uh it was on fs2 this is one of the knockout games this is this is insane. This yeah, is, it's incredible. France are, were like the favorites to win the whole thing, and they were. <laughs> they've been knocked out. Uh, and really, the only like names that that we knew like that stood out were obviously Team like, Awea, Tim, uh, Tim obviously. Wea. Um, you know, we know Christian Pulisic is not there. Uh, um, uh-huh. This dude, uh, Dominic Pomichol is there. Pomichol's there. Um, uh, I'm trying to think who Sergeant else. is not yeah, there. You know, Sergeant there's a bunch of yeah, yeah, available yeah. Uh, players that that are not. So playing. not our A squad just beat 
the favorite in a World Cup. It's incredible. It really, I mean, and it's, 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 it's like, it, there's reason to be like, all right, let's kind of refocus ourselves and be like, yo, this is kind of a big feat and, and appreciate what they've been. Who knows if they're going to win the whole thing? I mean, they, they've had a lot of heartbreak, but the, 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 the youth uh, teams, especially at the, at the U twenties have uh, the last couple world cups, the U 20 world cups, they've done pretty well. I think they've, they've reached every quarterfinal, yeah. uh, but to knock off France, especially after the group stage that they did, have the date, uh, which was the toughest matchup you could get in your in the round of 16 and here we are yeah so next up is ecuador i think <laughs> you would have to assume that the u.s you're done ecuador <laughs> they should do a little bit but, but ecuador did beat uruguay yeah. uh, uruguay so uh, i feel we, i feel strange saying it in english uruguay uruguay is feels, feels odd paraguay feels a little better for some yeah. reason paraguay sounds like you're flexing a little bit when you say it in spanish does Par- it paraguay everyone's like okay. we get it but Uruguay, 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 feels. Uruguay, Uruguay. That's how I say it. That's like, that's like both. That's it's like, like one syllable Spanish. I'm <laughs> showing you I can, but I'm not going all the way in, you know, just a tip. Just a, I go Spanish and just a tip. Uruguay, Uruguay. Uh, okay. So, uh, so yeah. So uh, stay tuned. That game is going to be on Saturday. Uh, I think at 1120 Eastern. Uh, yeah. We haven't been talking about the U20 World Cup because we don't really expect the U.S. to do that well. Well, but not no, just that. We also have all the fanfare for the women's World yeah, Cup. Yeah. So, so. It's just like th- this is definitely taking a back seat, but this has been pretty huge. So right. uh, congrats to them. And I hope they continue and do well. Speaking uh, of the women's World Cup or just the World Cup in 2019, mm-hmm. when we were at the media day, remember I was giving all the praise and plaudits to the hairbender blend. Yeah, uh, coffee, best coffee I ever had in my life. Guess what? Not only is that a Stumptown coffee, but it's brewed, brewed, legitimately brewed by a fan of ours. Oh, Eric Keating. Oh, that's right, that's right. How insane is that? Small world. Shouts to the Portland Timbers, right? He's a huge Portland Timbers fan. Um, and the Slurpers, his team. That's right, the Stumptown Slurpers. Uh, Absolutely. They, they play out there in Brooklyn. And that gets us to our next thing. If you're watching the video, you're wondering why we have a box that says <laughs> Soccer City USA on it. Scusa. That's right. Um, well, we got an exclusive gift <laughs> or something. They shipped us something. It's a weird shape. This doesn't look like a jersey. This doesn't look like a jersey. It looks like a bottle of, of wine. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. This, Which uh, we will drink. And it also it is fairly heavy. So I'm, I'm holding, uh, I don't know why I'm just holding a knife. Uh, <laughs> I'm holding a knife because I want you to know I don't appreciate gifts. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you so much uh, to the Portland Timbers for sending us uh, uh, this gift. Whatever this is, let's open let's, it now and find Open it and take a look. Uh, that's right. We always say, uh, on this show, it's nothing but illustrious gifts. Yeah. If you send us <laughs> gifts, we will make an entire segment out of it. Uh, so here we go. Let, let me just open this. Come on, Bitcoin. Send us something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Got it. You could give me the knife. You're so afraid to give me a knife. <laughs> okay. Don't, so don't rip it. I'm not ripping anything. All right. Here we go. Uh, hold on, hold on. There you go. All right. Okay. So it's we, made of wood. Oh my god! Oh my this. goodness! This is incredible. Wait a minute. This, this is a, a, it's like, a wooden block. It's like an etching. It's like a laser etching of the new stand of the that new says Scusa Portland. Yeah. Oh my god! That's so dope. Shouts to them for the new stand. By the way, yeah. I know how hard the team worked there. Right, Kayla and Danny and everybody else over there. Shouts to Danny for working with Portland Timbers. What? Okay, this is a metal. Oh my god! Oh, this is really heavy. <laughs> so this. Wait a minute, is, so this goes on top of this. Okay. 
All right, so all right, so we uh, to explain uh, what I'm. Th- it's an I beam. What I think this is a a beam from. Wait a minute. There's a stand for it. Providence Park. There's a wooden stand that says Grand Opening Weekend. Right. Uh- Oh, okay. June for June first through second, twenty nineteen, and it has uh, the Portland Timbers logo, uh, logo, and, and the, the Portland Thorns. Thorns, and then there's a, like an actual steel beam. This is a steel beam from the stadium, <laughs> and also this is wood that's reclaimed from the uh, the nineteen twenty seats. Unbelievable! How insane is that, dude? I could cry. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> is there anything else in there? No, there's nothing else in here. Okay. Wow, that is absolutely insane. Unreal. Yeah, we're like... I don't even think we're legally allowed to take that on the subway. (laughs) We're kind of speechless. Uh, Yeah, if you haven't... uh, If you're you're listening to this podcast, uh, watch this on YouTube. It'll uh, it'll be up there. And holy smokes, this is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, Thank you so much uh, to everyone in Portland. Uh, I know it was was a great opening weekend, uh, even though they didn't get a win. It was a a great game that we're going to talk about. Uh, yeah, so it was a, it was an incredible game. Yeah, but uh, here we go. Just I got the information on my phone uh, with the celebration with the celebrated reopening of Providence Park on June first, twenty nineteen. Following a sparkling eighty five million dollar transportation, the iconic venue embraces yet another chapter in its storied history as Portland's civic gathering place for nearly a century. Portland uh, Providence Park now features an additional four thousand seats as part of the new towering um, new east side uh, of the stadium. Uh, while the charm and the essence of its uh, rich history remains complemented with enhancements throughout the entire venue as it was originally constructed in 1926. As a historic stadium relaunches this summer, the enclosed three-dimensional engraving celebrates this unique v- union of old and new. The relief featuring this new east side, featuring the new east side is etched in Alaskan strain grain fur sourced from the seating bench backs original to the stadium from 1926. The relief sits on a steel I-beam used in the construction of the new east side seating structure. The piece is finished with a glulam wood base, part of a previously renovated, uh, previous renovation of the facility in the 1980s. Um, How insane is that? This is, this is, I mean, this so is, sorry. I'm the one who had to read that, by the way. <laughs> this is uh, just a piece of history. This is incredible. I, like the, the old Merritt Paulson has this in his office. <laughs> yes, and Merit, we now have yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. We are, I think we own a piece of the timbers now. We literally <laughs> do. <laughs> this is how, how it works. I think we also we, shouts to all the fans who have like a cut of the block of wood, you know, from the goal scores. Oh, sure. I don't know how many of them got eye beams, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> You got eye beams, my guy. Oh, I'm sorry. Could you murder someone with a gift? That uh, is incredible. This is great. Uh, we we would have been fine with some scaffolding, to be honest, bro. You could have sent us a t-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> this is insane. Yeah, shouts to Portland. Thank Timbers. you so much to Portland Timbers. Uh, Illustrious gifts. <laughs> That'd be the one of the. This is an incredible gift. Thank you so much. Uh, all right. So this will this will be on the table uh, for the duration of the show. We'll, so let's let's talk about. Uh, a bunch of stuff. Let's yeah. throw it out of the window. See if it kills somebody. <laughs> I'm joking. 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 <laughs> what a ch- very childish joke. Yeah, Seventeen floor. <laughs> okay, it will. I mean, will. Yeah. If a penny could do it. Yeah. Okay. Which, by the way, it can't. That's not true. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, Alexis, no, MythBusters did an episode. Tested it quite a <laughs> quite a bunch. Uh, okay, uh, so a bunch of things uh, to discuss. How, uh, let's start real quick with um, uh, Omar Gonzalez. Uh, just announced uh, he is going to uh, TFC. He's going Dude, to Toronto. Omar Gonzalez is going to TFC. Uh, Josie's back with the national team. 
Seems like everyone's trying to wedge themselves back in to good graces with America. But then, no, Omar Gonzalez did get called up uh, by Burhalter. Yeah, uh, once mm-hmm. uh, in the since you know since the debacle right of uh, of the World Cup, uh, missing out in the World Cup. But I, I, I first thing I I thought when I saw this, I'm like, oh, of course. He's going to go to Canadian team because no American team is going right, to take him. Right, because he can't handle it here. <laughs> Just hopscotching America going from Mexico to Toronto. <laughs> so, um, no, I think uh, it'll definitely be helpful. Toronto has not. They, they've been sort of inconsistent defensively. So uh, he, he, he can't. it can't hurt having him there. But he is. I don't know that it hurts, but I also don't know how much they paid for him. I mean, it they haven't re- like released any real information. I know it was um, they did. Toronto did pay a transfer. Yeah, uh, but they didn't say how much. But they said it was paid down by Tam. So it's got to be at least a million, right? Maybe. Yeah, he was. He's coming from Atlas and in, in Liga MX. He had they won uh, like a Clausura, I think, one uh, his first like season there or something like yeah. that. Uh, but he played well. He played well, but he hasn't. Apparently, he hasn't been very good uh, the last couple seasons uh, with Atlas, and I think they kind of wanted to get rid of him uh, sooner rather than later. So uh, it can't hurt. Like I said, I, I think he'll be fine in, in Toronto, but I don't necessarily. Ex- I'm pretty sure when he first went to Mexico, he was with Pachuca. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. He did. He won with Pachuca. Yeah, he won and with then, Pachuca. And then he went to Atlas. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so can we get the audio, Tim, of Christian saying I'm right? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, please don't lose that, Tim. <laughs> um, the other um, uh, thing. Uh, should we should we talk about the uh, the, the should we talk about the games? Uh, should we just get right into it? Sure, yeah. Because uh, I, I I think this Portland LAFC game had a lot happened. Yeah. So we we open the gift before we talk about the game. Uh, <laughs> just fine. Just because they lost, uh, which sucks. You know, you open up your stadium and you lose. But uh, it was one of those games where the atmosphere seemed incredible. I I saw on Twitter that people were saying, first of all, the amount of LAFC fans that showed up, and they had one. One uh, metal detector for them. We went to the stadium. It's a very old stadium. It's not one of these like new stadiums that have like all these open gates. It's very much walking into a building. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't necessarily feel old. Oh, it does. It feels like not ancient, not like old, like it needs to be replaced. It feels like it was designed a very long time ago. Oh, sure. sure. Like, you know, like the, around Atlanta, there's like all these open spaces where you go in to security. <laughs> this is you're walking into a building. Yeah. So yeah. there's only so many doors. You know what correct, I mean? Correct. Uh, so all those LAFC fans were in that tunnel that we went through for media, I believe. Yes. yes. And it, go, it kind of goes down and it's like not a big space. It, it is not. It is not. No. Yeah. So there was a lot of people. I think it was like something like uh, 800. No, it couldn't have been 800 people. I don't, I don't know how many. But it was quite uh, quite a number. Our homie Andrew Medina was there. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it looked it looked to me LAFC, especially uh, on those um, West Coast trips. They, you know, they, they they go hard. I mean, it's it's like it's incredible uh, to see, and it's it, it's beautiful. Uh, it, it really is. It is uh, just a, a a group of people. Uh, the, the the level of energy, the level of uh, diversity uh, is is beautiful to see, especially. On away games, the fact that they can organize that and there is that kind of uh, that much energy and effort. There's and like a fervor behind Dude, it. It's it's crazy, and it's also not cheap to do that stuff. You know, no. it's like, it, it is a big deal. So I was watching some. You know, I was randomly just left YouTube on, and there was a video of a guy who's like. You know, he was like, oh, I wanted to fly to uh, from uh, from Manchester or Liverpool to Madrid for the game. He goes, but the flights are so expensive. Normally, those flights are 60 pounds. But right now they're going for two, three hundred pounds. You know, two, three hundred dollars is an incredible flight. Yeah. In America. I don't know how are flights so cheap in Europe. I have no clue. 
Right? Are they are they flapping? What are, what are we no, doing here? In Europe, even though you're going to different countries, you're not necessarily going a, a far distance. But what I'm saying is, I mean, you know, I would I would venture to guess that uh, Liverpool to Madrid is roughly the same amount of time as uh, Los Angeles to Portland. Okay. Yeah. And those flights are probably three hundred dollars on the regular. Sure, you know, um, you're lucky if you find a round trip flight for like a hundred ninety. You know what I mean? So the fact that that many people could just take off from work and fly—it's insane. Yeah, I mean, it's—I mean, it's a weekend. I mean, I don't know how many people got work. Sure. All I mean, right. Take Europa, all the take Europa, all the wind out of my sails, there. <laughs> a Europa League game on a Wednesday. Yeah, that I get. You know, it might be a little bit more challenging. Thursday. Son of <laughs> Thursday, a whatever. Well, Arsenal will play forever. <laughs> I'm gonna start getting proud of it. All right. <laughs> whatever, yo, Tottenham didn't win. We goody. Um, but you know, we were talking uh, a couple weeks ago about the, uh, the uh, if there's a rivalry between the Red Bulls and Atlanta United and and like how real is it how much you right know, yo this Portland LAFC if it wasn't before this uh, game I, I, yes it is very much i mean these teams do not like each other here's the thing there's some type of bad blood there yeah Diamande clearly from last season holding on to that yeah as f- fair okay totally and there's just some chippiness even around that. Dude, everybody. They also, I love the idea of like, remember Hackershack? Yeah, yeah. Hackavella. Hackavella. <laughs> yeah. Hackavella sounds like a. Machiavelli? A, a, it sounds like a, a, a prospect coming through. It sounds like, like the dopest rap label from the 90s. <laughs> Are you a Rockefeller? I'm a Hackavella. <laughs> it's the hack. It's the H. A. C. Yo, yeah. Uh, Carlos Vela. Carlitos Vela uh, was. I had no idea that word had an S at the end of it. I know I'm Cuban. We don't yeah, put yeah. the S's on anything. <laughs> he was getting abused. I mean, look, and whether that is. By the way, Ladera. Arrow still gets that foul more than him. Isn't that crazy? I could see that. Her 90? Yeah, I could see that. I, the, the, these players that are, are um, kind of... Vela's a little different because he's not really in the midfield like that. Um, yeah. So, Lodero, Maxi Morales also, I would say, is probably very much up Maxi there. Maxi Morales is abused. Get, they don't care how little he is. No, no. <laughs> yeah, Yo, they take out the aggression they have on their children on him. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I thought I thought you were my child and yeah. this was the 70s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get out of here and go clean your room. I'm sorry. You're Maxi. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I would argue, uh, yeah, he's pretty high up there. But the, the, those midfielders that just hold on to the ball and are annoying, you can't get the ball off of them. Yeah. You understand why they would be fouled the bunch but moxie's one of those guys too he doesn't like run around you he just moves the ball slightly just, away from you yeah that would it just send uh, me through the roof <laughs> you're so frustrated i would just i'd mush I, you gotta go mush right mush is the next I'm step gonna mush this five foot three <laughs> yeah. man why is this child playing with me <laughs> but carl when carlos bella gets fouled he, he very much as a forward uh especially when he tries to put like uh the there was um uh, who was it? Who was it? I forgot who was it that fouled him. Um, but the uh, when he he has his his back to goal, so he's just trying to hold up. He's trying to do some hold up play. But when Carlos Vela try tries to do hold up play, the, the everybody else is like, "Yo, all right, this he can't see us, so we're gonna uh, strike him in any <laughs> any part of his body that we like." And he was look. What I, I'm not even arguing that it's like dirty. Yeah, like I get that. That's it's a part of the game. And it's they, a part of the game, and right? They're trying, to, they're trying to slow LAFC down. It's also dangerous. I mean, you might start getting yellows and reds, and that's the thing. And there weren't many yellows and reds. No, the refs were like, "Let's see how this plays out." <laughs> <laughs> Kids, yeah. settle down. Hey, walk to your corners. Although there will be 
suspensions. The disciplinary committee. There has to be something. I was waiting for the emails just because, you know, they send it to the media now. Yeah. I'm waiting for it because there was a bit of a scuffle that happened in the game. If you didn't watch it, uh, LAFC uh, wins 3-2. Um, Portland comes back with a great bicycle kick by uh, not Santos. What's his name? Fernandez. Fernandez. Brian. Brian, the bruiser. <laughs> uh, it's not really a bicycle because the other foot didn't leave. It was sort of like the Slaton type of bicycle. I was still incredible. I mean, I, can you do it? It was at least a unicycle. The e-bike. <laughs> The old bird scooter. Hit him with the old bird scooter. Uh, so can I do it? Of course I can. Are you kidding me? Would you want to rip apart every tendon in my legs? <laughs> and also when I land, you got to divot and you have to bury me. Okay. <laughs> Just burn, put him right on the spot. <laughs> yeah. spark, guys. Leave him in the divot. Uh, <laughs> what you would call it? Uh, would, it's like that, that SpongeBob gif. <laughs> Just oh, yeah, with, pull with the, the dirt right over. I'm done. So. Uh, again, Portland loses at home in their first game. Great game, though. Great atmosphere from both sides. Uh, but yeah, there's a bit of a scuffle. What is that? In like the 79th minute, something like that. Yeah, towards the end, yeah, towards the end of the game. And and here's what I saw. I saw it, and then they showed a couple angles, and I couldn't see it until we started seeing the slow mo. Diamande put his hands like in a, in a claw like like thing on someone's neck. It was like kind of a a, a choke. Push. Yeah, it was like, but it was also like a choke claw push. <laughs> I like, I like you adding moves together. But it was he like, really mashed the buttons it, on Street Fighter. We were watching this in slow motion, and at normal speed, you could not, you would not specifically say he was like choking or, or really doing anything. It's hands to the severe. neck and face. It's, yeah, it's, Fernandez did the same thing, but he did this weird thing of like he went to put his hand around the dude's neck, but then just used his thumb to slightly, lightly stroke the cheek because I think you realize, oh my god, <laughs> okay, I'm not allowed to do this. No, 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 I'm in. Embracing this man. I'm just caressing this yeah, man. Yeah. Well, that's against the rules now. <laughs> During Pride Month, <laughs> I ju- I'm just trying to show love. And, yeah, and show some affection, which I think is is really much missing from the game. I'm not crossing the line. If anything, I'm caressing the line. Okay, <laughs> up and down, slowly, yeah, yeah, slowly with my thumb. <laughs> Who knows where it goes? Yeah, <laughs> and I, he's clearly hands to the hands to the neck and face. Yeah, but You're done. You know these uh, like. And people were making the comparison to uh, Zlatan uh, again, you know, with Sean Johnson and that choke and all that other stuff. Uh, and yeah, I, I, it's weird because it, it sets these precedents. But if you, if we're following the rules, then it, no matter if it was, uh, you know, for a, a millisecond of like at the neck or whatever, if Kaka gets a red card for his silly, his jokingly silly, scraping the face of Aurelian Collins yeah. a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah, then. You know, then this got to be it's, something. Yeah, you. This is the. I hope it's not because clearly nothing major happened. But you know, whatever that first part that transpired, something's probably going to come. Yeah, you, it just it just shows that there there is a lot of uh, there's just very much bad blood between yeah. these two teams, and uh, so that it, that it, it makes it more entertaining for like. The, it's like uh, you know the and the fan bases don't hate each well, other. It's just the players. It's well, a weird I feel like rivalry. The fan bases hate each other a little bit. <laughs> no, they, I think they're <laughs> no. they're having fun with each other, but there's no like bad blood. There were no, no, no fights. I don't no think. Fights yeah. or I mean, but that's why in general, like I think uh, uh, Portland, uh, Portland fans and and Timbers Army, like uh, you know, we've hung out with a, a bunch of them. It's like yeah, the, I the, consider the nicest, the nicest people you're gonna I, meet. Everyone's absolutely. like super kind. Yeah, on every team, every single team has like idiots that are just like troll on Twitter or yeah. say sort of mean, mean stuff or whatever. Uh, but it just, it is what it is. I, th- those people don't speak for like the majority uh, and, and whatever. So the, uh, but overall 
it, it does feel like these, uh, you know, uh, who, Anthony Joshua, right? Just lost to uh, the big man, uh, the Mexican dude. Uh, uh, Andy Shouts Ruiz. to my new spiritual leader, <laughs> Andy Ruiz Jr. One downstairs. Yeah. Uh, we're right above where uh, big man, big man came in. He's like, you got muscles? Yeah. Press. <laughs> oh, wow. You don't eat carbs? That's mad cute. <laughs> Let me finish my cheeseburger before I knock yeah, you out, yeah. dog. Uh, can we start this fight in a few minutes? I order pizzas take longer than expected. <laughs> so the uh, that's sort of what it feels like where these uh teams, you know, th- there are these kind of kind of back back and forth or whatever, but they they tend to you you they have these scuffles and and those feel like the the weigh-ins where they, you know, they they somebody throws a punch or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then they it, makes, it, it hypes up the next yeah. the next fight. And that's how I feel with Portland, Portland LAFC every time they play. If this is in the playoffs, I can't wait to see the game oh, the two of them I would want to go to that it's so bad that would be dope too. and it would be like obviously like if the standings stay the same it would probably be LAFC hosting it this this is uh, under this scenario is when I would still want it to be two legs yes right? I would, with two games uh, between these teams home and away be home and away between them oh man it would be wild <sighs> that'd be fire <laughs> there would be a fire there would be a fire <laughs> why, why is Timber Joey on fire <laughs> <laughs> he seems cool with it <laughs> So, um, uh, but uh, yeah, entertaining game. Look, we're neutrals here. We're watching this, and it's just like, yo, they, uh, out the Western Conference in general. That's is, an exciting is one. Is where the fun currently is. The yeah. Eastern Conference is still. The, it's it, mad weird. It, Philly up top. Philly up top. <laughs> DC. It's like all these draws. Why? Yeah. No, Orlando's winning. This makes no sense. Yeah, this is an odd one. <laughs> How about Cincinnati just taking the in the lead for the wooden spoon this year? Now, uh, sure. Well, but Cincinnati's in the West. I mean, they ha- they're gonna have a tough time. They should yeah. put them in the East. That's put them in the East. <laughs> you need us. <laughs> so, uh, oh, and shout, and shout to, uh, I was just on uh, Cincy Soccer Talk. Yeah, you uh, were. Uh, the, so you can listen to that podcast. That was, it uh, literally just came out today. Yeah, yeah. Well, yesterday, if you're listening yeah, to this on correct. Uh, But you can uh, check that out. Uh, talking about the, the, the matchup coming up between NYCFC and Cincinnati. Uh, and yeah, and I got to, uh, I mentioned, you know, your trashing of Skyline Chili a little bit. And well, they, were, how, they were cool with it, they, I'm sure. I mean, they, you know, they didn't really, uh, they didn't, I was like, look, I don't speak for him. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just relaying a message <laughs> i'm gonna get i'm gonna get it thrown at me when i want to come back to cincy so uh so thank you again for for having me on there um so uh yeah so again i just I just uh, this matchup i'm just looking forward to it for yeah. right? it's just, it seems like as uh for for the next couple of years this will be a game that always kind of means a lot to these teams mm-hmm. uh you know it, it seems to be more i would argue it's more chippy than uh than el trafico Right, they see. So far, we've had more contentious matches between Portland and LAFC. At least on the f- on the field, yeah, yeah. In the stands, I think it's said Trafico is still or I mean, the LA Clasico. If you want to listen to Bob Bradley, which I don't, unless he's in front of me, <laughs> in which case I will be wildly respectful. <laughs> that man is wildly intense. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I would agree. Maybe. I, yeah. I think the overall, the uh, it, without a doubt, it's as a neutral. It's one of the more fun games to watch. Between it's so teams. exciting, and especially in a park like like Portland, there's just it. It does have that feeling, especially after having been there and getting to see it. You're like, oh yeah, yeah. It's got like this really old school feel. Somebody 
posted a picture of it and uh Vuj from Copenhagen was like, yeah. Yo, where is that? That's like a proper intimate park. And everyone was like, It's Providence Park, Providence Park. I'm like, someone tell him where that is. <laughs> Not everyone knows Providence Park is in Portland. So I was like, Yo, that's Portland, my guy. That's funny. <laughs> it, it, it's interesting when when uh you, people in Europe show love to you know, because they we usually used to getting trashed uh any anything MLS related. It still was a little condescending, like, oh wow, you guys actually okay. have an intimate park. Pat wow. You on the head, you know. <laughs> Mad cute what you guys are trying to do out here. <laughs> but there is I, I you know, part of me wishes that there there wasn't that like clamoring for that validation and acceptance. I, I don't have it anymore. I yeah. could care less if you I, like I'm it. I'm like or not. I'm so less interested. I I genuinely feel this way and, and after uh you know following and covering this league for the last few years as we have there's there's so much untapped in, like like stories and interest so much and that i'm like in, european football is like dull to me it's so like it's we all, love it it's but we're same. like we get it you play soccer for 90 minutes and then that's it well we and were, a couple people talk trash many, on their fan so TVs. how many stories have we heard of um people t- who telling us that they've like interviewed uh, uh, European players or Europe, uh, European coaches and yeah. stuff like that. And we hear, this happens a lot. We hear stories like, oh, well, I was talking to uh, whatever, it doesn't matter what team, like uh, 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 Leverkusen. Leverkusen, let's say. And they were like, hey, d- d- you, ha- you have to give us a, a list of, uh, of questions, questions yeah. that, so that we can uh, review them and all that stuff. Verify what you're going to ask. And I can, we'll be honest, yo, no American teams do that for us. No. <laughs> they just like, yo, have fun. Let, let, let look it, it's not easy to get the interviews no not at all but but they they teams a, are a little bit like wait what you guys want to interview why uh, yeah. but they're not like send us the questions and our media team is going to verify they're like once they're like well they said they want to do the interview so go ahead yeah so they, there's a, a they, there's so much more protective and cautious in yeah. europe that to to for for our podcast our podcast would have a tough time existing in europe yeah for sure because we wouldn't be really be able to talk to players i mean we wouldn't be able to talk to anybody it would be it would just be really, really challenging unless we were like working with some big conglomerate media yeah. company or yeah, something for like sure. that. So uh, that's why in overall, I'm just like, I'm just not as intrigued by what goes on in Europe. It's just the same stuff. It's like, it, it's this. Fi- we love the game. We love the league. We watch it. But there's if level of stories. Yo, America I, got it. There's so much more fun. to Just be- the video of Fang and that dude bashing the red <laughs> car. That wouldn't happen Yo, in Europe. Exactly. Come on now. If you haven't seen this, go to the Philadelphia Union Twitter account. We retweeted it. You can also go to ours. But right check out now. at Philly Union. And because right after you leave the review, you've promised to leave. <laughs> go to at Philly Union and just watch it. This is incredible. Yeah, there is a, a video. Uh, and this was sort of going around because people were like they got it on their camera phones. And yeah. Stuff. Um, but uh, Fang and, uh, so, and some actor. So this is uh uh, Ed uh, Bassmaster or Bassmaster, I'm not sure how to put it, but this is he's like a a, a character on online. I've seen like videos, I, okay. I've seen it from time to time, and it's just uh, I don't know him too too well, but he's uh, he, he's just a guy. He goes, hey, would you look? Would you look at that? Yeah. Would you, would you look at that? Right. That's, that's all he, he does. does. That's all he does. And it's very fun. God bless the internet. <laughs> <laughs> very fun. But shout out to Philadelphia Union to like, yo, let me bring, let's bring this dude in and make some funny content. And, and you know, and him and Fang are, are are destroying a car that has a, a New York Red Bull license plate. Uh, and 
it's just it's super funny it's it's just hilarious so go check it out immediately because uh again this kind of stuff there the the when it comes to soccer the the u.s is one of the few like it's the wild west out here yeah when it comes to content when it comes to just access and and what i love is everyone's like i don't know let's try it like that seems <laughs> to be what's written on the board of all media teams which wasn't the case when we started this podcast i would i would agree when we started this podcast, everyone's like, I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't. Yeah. Shouts to LA Galaxy for that. What's that? That shooting, shooting star stars. That yeah. seemed to have opened up the floodgates and everyone's trying to be like the NBA. Dog, I kind of think like MLS is maybe stepping above that right now. I would agree. I Who mean, else is smashing an Oldsmobile? <laughs> so, you know, even when it comes to, you know what? I, I'm actually been I've been loving the last couple uh, weeks. I've been seeing uh uh, MLB stadiums and people taking photos about poor attendance at, at Major League Baseball stadiums. Yeah, that's been happening forever. There's like 180 games. <laughs> There's too many games. Uh, you think Yankee Stadium is going to be filled every time? No. <laughs> but they, there have been some games that have really had like, I mean, these are like 50,000 seat stadiums and they have, it looks like from one angle, there's just like less than a hundred people. Yeah. You know what I mean, well, so, I, when I was in, when I was working in Cleveland with uh, lawhead, he was like, Hey, you want to catch an Indians game? And I was like, yeah, let me pull up SeatGeek and pull up SeatGeek. And like, there was a ticket for like $2. Unbelievable. And I was like, uh, cause I was actually thinking like, maybe I could get us media passes. <laughs> right. Like I was like, let me call, like, let me email. Gonna, the Cleveland Indians are going to charge you for the yeah, media passes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> Did you bring your own? Because if we print one out, it's going to be like $3. Uh, and I was just like, wait, tickets are $2. And we were sitting like eight rows up from third base yeah. or first base. I'm yeah. like, this is insane. Okay. I'm like, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. Impressive. I'm, I'm impressed you got to uh, first base with Lawhead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that wasn't the first time. Shouts to Jason Lawhead. Lawhead's court. Hilarious comic. Hilarious comic. So, uh, okay, so let's uh, let's. Talk so yeah, shouts to LAFC, who I don't think are going to be stopped this year. They've they're yeah they've been unbelievable. I mean, look, if MLS Cup is in Los Angeles, I think we'll be fine. You know. <laughs> so uh, so we did talk about the Philadelphia Union. Let's uh, let's talk about their game uh, against the uh, against Minnesota United. They uh, Minnesota United uh, hosted did not, them. Did not get a chance to sing Wonderwall. <laughs> did not. Uh, to Philly Union. I don't know how they do it, but they're doing it. They're just good. I, it's so weird because at the beginning of the year, we were... Uh, Everybody was down on them. I, I, I was. Because I was just like, I was like, yo, Harris Madunian, are you going to play defense? Uh, is anybody going to... Is, is Mark... Is Fabian going to run back? Because it seems... How are you stopping anybody? <laughs> because they looked really bad in the beginning. And yeah. I, I don't know if it was just... Jim Curtin would give him that just one conversation. Maybe, maybe he brought out the belt. You know, <laughs> so it looks, uh, but they, they just look so much, uh, more, I don't know, just confident, more poised. They're like, they look like a squad. They look like a team. Yeah. And I thought, uh, losing out, uh, tra trading out, uh, uh, CJ Sapong. Yeah. I, I thought they were going to like those, those are important strikers. They're better. Uh, <laughs> and, and they, they do seem a lot better. I, I guess the, they, they're looking for more of, um, Look, I, I would because David Akam is not the uh, the best of. He's a good winger, 
but he's not like the best of like passer. He doesn't get many assists this season. I mean, he has one superpower, which is if you uh, through pass, yes, he can chase it down exactly. And then he's really good at breaking down the defender on one on one. And and it looks like the the um, you know having CJ Sapong be like a hold up guy. It, maybe that just isn't the way they want to play. Yeah, because uh, they they just look a lot more fluid and and just faster and more f- kind of fun to watch. And they really fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, I love how like there's like as soon as there's a strike, if you're if you're a goalkeeper, you better hold on to that ball because if you parry it, all of a sudden there's like nine union <laughs> shirts around you trying to kick it in. Uh, but the, I mean, one of the more impressive things was the the free kick from Harris Madunian. Uh, he, I like it, it's so strange because the Philadelphia Union are are, are like a uh, an amalgamation of like all these different uh, great set of skills, and no, there's nobody that clearly like. They, they don't have a Vela that's like, this is clearly the guy you need to stop. Well, so do you think that makes it better? Would you rather your team have a guy that you know, all right, and when it gets to this person, you're goody. Or would you rather have it where like you don't know? Like, remember the old Jordan rule? Like, all right, we'll just double up Jordan and let the other guys try to beat you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like double up LeBron and let the other guys try to beat you. You know, JR Swish. You know, let's see if he can carry a team. Would you rather have that or would you rather have it where it's like the union where you're just like, I, I just everybody try their hardest? Um, I, 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 because I've seen so many examples of this working, I would have to say I would just want that one person, that one guy that can. I kind of like the way the union are doing it where they're like, all right. We're going to give you a bunch of really good players and let's see if you can handle it. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it comes down to like th- these playoff games, these one single elimination. Uh, th- this is where I don't trust this. Yeah. But well, I, you're not wrong. Yeah. You know, but you know who does trust it? Austin trusty. Trusty. Because uh, <laughs> he, got, he got the game winning goal. Well, uh, could you imagine the feeling of being a defender? If you didn't watch it, I can't remember the defender's name. He starts to squat down and head the ball out of the way. Yes. And out of nowhere, trusty's foot goes right in front of his face <laughs> and just kicks the ball into the goal. Could you imagine that man when he was like, how come none hit me? <laughs> that was, uh, I believe, Brent Coleman, if I'm oh. not mistaken. Yeah, he was very, he was like, well, it was a great ball from El Cino and it was uh, I, I forgot who went up for the ball to try to head it first but missed it and and Coleman just reacted late because I think everyone expected outside of Austin Trusty yeah. who was the only one who thought okay this might I think I got this I think this ball might get through he uh, Brent Coleman because you you don't clear that ball with a header that's at your knees. You know what I mean? And that's sort of what he was yeah. doing uh, because he just didn't expect the, the ball to get there. Uh, but he should have, if he was more aware of it, he would have kicked it away. It, it shouldn't yeah, have for sure. If he would have been able to react sooner, if he saw it sooner, he would have been like jump forward and head it out of the way. Yeah. Uh, but no, a great, um, happy for the kid, right? I think, uh, um, trustee has he, uh, did he play in the, the U S youth setup? I think he did. I'm pretty sure he did. Um, so, but he was, I think it was his, his first goal of the season. And, uh, you know, I'm sure he, he doesn't get that many goals. Uh, and he was quite happy. So good, good on him. But, but, uh, but the game in general was uh, super entertaining and like uh, the, the, there was a lot of that back and forth. And a- after having gone to Minnesota and uh, experienced Allianz Field uh, and, and see, yeah, he played with the U19s and the U20. OK. And he's from uh, he's from Pennsylvania. That's pretty dope. So hometown kid. So he uh, so but after going to Allianz Field, you sort of. Uh, and and uh, seeing the the ambiance and the environment is just incredible. You you just you feel bad when, when Minnesota just they give up these late goals and don't get an opportunity to at least get a point. But also like Quintero, I mean, he had but two two chances yeah. that were 
These are Quintero easy chances. Yeah. These are easy chances for Will Trap. You know what I mean? <laughs> and he doesn't get it in. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that was uh, the, the, kind of the big surprise. I think a, a lot of uh, Minnesota United fans were, the, I think this is sort of the first time I've been seeing, uh, at least on social media, the the frustration uh, with uh, Quintero. Well, I mean, also when he started, he was just blazing oh, yeah, about yeah, Last year, he was unbelievable. So, you know, now there's you have a better team now. So you want the team to play better on the field. Do it for Ozzy. Come on, baby. You think that Guano <laughs> wants you to lose? <laughs> so um, they're still in sixth place. I mean, in a, in a tough Western conference. So they'll be all right. They will be I. Right. So uh, next up, let's talk about LA Galaxy against New England. Uh, they, I mean, w- w- Bruce Arena. This is the Brooklyn Bowl. The Brooklyn Bowl. The Brooklyn Bowl. Yes. Not, yeah. not, the, not, the, not the concert hall. No. <laughs> not that bowling center. <laughs> this is the Brooklyn Bruce Bowl. The Brooklyn Bruce Bowl. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard to leave your tongue at the yeah. Brooklyn Bruce Bowl. bowl. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, but yes, New England Revolution do win this game two to one at uh, Dignity Health Sports Park, at which one. we all name that just flows right off of our tongues. <laughs> but, but uh, the the I, I mean th- that's really the big surprise. I mean, they, they won. They won. Not only did they win, they won a road game. They won a road game. This is insane. And also, if you're if you're Bruce Arena, well, this is like a great, like I look at us, huh? <laughs> I could do this with anybody. Yeah. Not the men's national team, but anybody. <laughs> not in Trinidad by anybody yeah. else. I mean, as long as the game's not played in Trinidad, we good. Do we have to carry any players over and put on the water? <laughs> okay. No. Did it rain the night before? No thanks. No. Can't do it there. <laughs> no. Have we not cut the grass in a couple months? <laughs> But I mean, this is just, uh, you know, do you think hiring Bruce Arena and he said on a podcast, I think it was uh, extra time that uh, like two weeks ago or like a month ago when they reached out to me, this was like a relatively short sort of love affair in which he was hired. The courting process, the vetting process was very fast. Do you think it was a smart idea to hire Bruce Arena or do you think they should have went out and tried to get like one of like something like what a modern MLS team would try to do, get like a Tata or get like a DeBauer or get like a, maybe like a young, you know, like a Jesse Marshall. I would call of. it, no, it's not a quote unquote smart move, right? But it's a, it's a move that kind of writes the ship and, and add all New England needs is some, just a little bit of confidence, a sense of stability. <laughs> just someone just, to say you're beautiful. Just somebody to say, hey, buddy, get up today. You yeah, can do it. You look great. <laughs> you, look great. you don't got to go far. Let's just go to the bagel shop. <laughs> you know, little by little, we'll yeah. get there. The <laughs> mail's outside. Go pick it up. Huh? <laughs> That's all they needed. <laughs> so, uh, and I think, uh, you know, Bruce Arena provides that kind of uh, a paternal kind of uh, energy that I think they could use uh, because it, it's not a, the, 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 the players themselves you know, it trickles down, right? With the sense of confidence when you're president, uh, then GM and yeah. everybody, and when everybody sort of believes in the whole process, it, it, it makes things a lot better. The mood has to be set yeah. specifically. It's really by it, bringing Bruce Arena was fine, a fine move, but firing the GM that's been there for 15 years. That was the that move was that the needed to be made. Yeah. That they, they just needed a new set of eyes. And to you know, they needed someone to go, this is what we've been doing. For yeah. 15 you know, years? it's like a stepdad arrives and it's like, Oh man, you guys really had it bad. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch! You know, no, don't worry. I'm not. I'm not like him. I'm nah, be- <laughs> and there's no hungry man dinners for tonight. 
we gonna actually cook. <laughs> so that's all they need. Just somebody who like who cares and yeah. loves. You know, it's like when when you're married for too long, right? Right. It's it's always oh, you know, this is not like when you we don't first tell me I'm beautiful. <laughs> well, you better because the mailman might. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it, man. That's what the New England Revolution are, man. So they're in eleventh out of twelfth place in the Eastern Conference. Oh. But what? They got to win, baby. Yeah, but look, it 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 says a lot because the Eastern Conference is uh very very tight. It's uh, also kind of up for grabs. I mean, they're at sixteen points. The seventh place, Toronto, is at eighteen. But the really the the biggest surprise here is the fact that Atlanta United is in third place because they were in last place like I think twenty minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> when we started this podcast, <laughs> we started, yo, Atlanta United were they were uh, the uh, uh, the out. Uh, Pitti Martinez is a bust. Yeah, uh, you know, Barco's not doing what he's supposed to do. Barco might be going to what Newcastle. I don't even know. Bar- Barco is uh, doing amazing at the U twenty World Cup. He's destroying, and, and until all- he runs into that juggernaut called America, <laughs> we coming for you, Argentina, <laughs> France. You're done, son. <laughs> so, but no, it, it, I did read uh, about that. I think the, the best thing that could have happened to Atlanta United and Dar- Darren Eels because there was that fear that, that he was a bust, that he was a bust, and on also that we're going to lose money on him, right? And he had he's having an amazing. Uh, uh, World Cup, and yeah, there it's so funny because there is like the that part of you, and it, like uh, like soccer is very much this business while you're also like playing a game because you you they have to you know Atlanta has to play games without. Uh, you know, one of their better players. Right. Um, but then he's also flexing on the world stage. Yeah. So that means they're going to get more money for him at some point. So it's like, it's this is what you want. You want to show, you want to flex not in the MLS, you know, playoffs. You want to flex in a world cup. Exactly. And now, and there's clearly scouts from all over the world watching and Barco, I, I, this, I, He's because impressed. of this tournament, this might be his last year with Atlanta United. That's how that, that's how quickly the buzz is. Which, if you're an Atlanta fan, you're like, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 okay, okay. So yeah, all the all the players' girlfriends are like, oh, oh, that's sad. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess my phone battery is going to last a little longer now. <laughs> so look, we can make fun, but look, even though that was a big knock on on Ezekiel Barco, and that that started it- the con, that started the relationship between him and, and Atlanta very badly. Yes, and. And it makes it difficult to go to work and yeah. it makes it difficult to, uh, to, you know, to play. Someone's DMing my wife. I'm not passing them the ball. <laughs> that is pretty simple. Okay? That's it. So it will affect the his market value. Because, mm-hmm. well, you know, when well, you don't want to be a uh, cancer in the locker room either. Sure. You know? it, yeah. So that that could be a concern. But him having a, a wild World Cup is like, right. Then everybody's like, oh, wow. DM who? Yeah, ah, no, that's fine. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. Come on over. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure like him and his age. DMs, I hope that means millions. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Dem millions. <laughs> I'm sure him and his agent will get together and, you know, check Instagram for the players, girls of the teams that are offering. And that's how he'll make his decision. You know, we'd be like, nah, all right, we got some. These are mostly eights. You know what I mean? I need me some nines and tens. Yo, you're not bringing me the kind no. of talent I need. This but- isn't why I hired you, <laughs> Hugh Hefner's son, <laughs> as my agent. Oh, uh, man. So. The uh yeah so yeah so but again congratulations to the New England Revolution uh winning yeah, this game yeah I forgot that's what we were talking that's, about there that's right. um what, what what about that incredible bicycle kick from uh from Slatan Slatan Ibrahimovic what what was better Slatans or Brian's 
uh, I guess Slaton because it's Slaton. You yeah, know what he, I mean? Well, he did the flick to himself, and, yeah. and then uh, I then did it. I I thought uh, Brian Fernandez uh, his was more difficult because it came off a, off a header. It came off a, the ball was coming at a weird angle, uh, and, okay. was, and we still able to do it. But he he didn't. Um, he did sort of what you say. He didn't like catch the ball up as much over his head as. Zlatan did. Zlatan, the ball was like clearly up in the air above his head, and uh, even though Zlatan, it's weird. Is it is it more challenging to do a bicycle kick when you're six four or six five, whatever Zlatan is, or is it when you're short and like 37, 38? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, compared to uh, Brian Fernandez, a smaller guy. So yeah, it, it, it's it's you know why Zlatan's better because he flips it away from the defender yeah. and then he does it on purpose. He turns around to do it, and the defender did it a complete. 360 trying to trying to figure out yeah, where the ball uh, was that was a uh, brandon by yeah, yeah he looked uh, Brandon bye bye <laughs> he looked he looked yeah. like a revolving door he looked he got clowned yeah I mean, like every anybody would get clowned i would scenario. look like it happened. my my pants would be down i'm like how did that happen i would look like an idiot did you see the video of the baby fighting uh i did cam colhart yeah i uh, <laughs> i would look like cam colhart if that happened to me if you don't know what this is there's a two I north carolina like rappers few people who know this yeah two north carolina rappers yeah. they got in a beef at a Gucci store. Uh, I think it was Louis. Louis Vuitton. They were at a mall. They were at a mall. They were at a fancy mall. They took it outside the store to the middle of the mall. Classy. And uh, they were both Instagramming each other, clowning each other. Yes. And Cam is a bigger dude and the baby is a, a, a relatively tough guy, you know? Yeah. And all of a sudden there's like a scuffle of the cameras and the next thing you see is Cam Colhart on the floor, pants down by his by his knees and blood coming out of his face <laughs> and he looks like a fish out of water. He's like, oh! <laughs> and it was just embarrassing. Yes, it, it looked pretty bad. Uh, it's so funny because I, I don't know what world sort of, uh, you know, crossover in listening to this podcast because there's like 10% of our fans right now like, damn! <laughs> damn, I can't Maybe did that. Yeah, and there's a farmer right now googling Cam Colhart. <laughs> so, there's a woman in a minivan pulled over googling Cam Colhart. So, the baby is one word: D A B A B Y. Is uh yes he he's like the new uh, hot new, hot rapper. new rapper. He's got a great track called Shoe uh, Shug. Uh, yeah, I, I like the other one with um uh, with this dude with Offset. Oh, uh, which one's that? I forgot the name of it, but it's, it's with Offset. It, that's, um, I know the name Babysitter? Of it. Yeah, Babysitter. That's yeah. great. Great track. Babysitter's dope. He also has a called Baby Day with a Lil Baby. The Baby and Lil Baby. The ba- it's called Baby Day. <laughs> Don't confuse Lil Baby with the Baby because no. those are two different people. Oh, no, very, yeah, very confusing. First of all, you should know that. Lil says it right there. Um, unbelievable. I yeah. cannot believe. Uh, and should- Big Baby. I mean, you don't even want that. Um, and there's a rapper just called Baby. Yeah. Oh, and you know what? Let's uh, let's talk about uh, the Women's World Cup coming up. It starts this Friday. Uh, so uh, speaking of babies, I was crying like a baby watching these these commercials. They're killing it. Yo, these commercials for the Women's World Cup. They're I- making me feel bad on behalf of the of the patriarchy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, what did we do? <laughs> what we did? as a man? Yo, how did we hurt y'all? <laughs> Damn. For real, man. It it is incredible that uh, Nike ad. Yeah, I, I, I was getting. Tears all over my U- women's national team <laughs> shirt. Using it to dry your face, getting your makeup all over it. It's a white shirt. Uh, here's, I'll say that the, the 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 Latino one, the one in Spanish. Yes, the, from Telemundo. 
that just reminded me of my mother growing up with a single mother working like five jobs. It hit me yeah. so hard. Yeah, and and, they, and that one in particular is uh they they show like a mother working at a at a factory. My like, my so grandmother was a seamstress. My, my mother, mother my mother is currently a seamstress. Yeah. She still is. I don't make enough money to not make her do that. Yeah. And so it, it was. She's like packing her kids lunch, and I remember that. Yeah, I remember being like, "Yo, why we gotta eat rice and beans in school?" And she's like, "I'm not gonna go buy bread and meat. You eat what we eat." You know, <laughs> it was just yo, know, dude. It hit me so hard yeah it was very very touching and also the one from nike with the with the little girl that that she's the mascot and holding. that one was great i showed it to my wife she's like i don't get it i'm like well i mean you have to like like soccer to understand how important this is yeah but she's like well good this is for women <laughs> and i'm like yes it is <laughs> but it was really that one hit me too because i i think it was not only symbolically because obviously it's like a a ridiculous commercial, right? The yeah. idea of the mascot playing and all this stuff. But the little girl, the actress, is she's so incredible. She's in, she her she doesn't even talk really, and just her facial expressions of showing her like gratitude and being like amazed at, at at getting to see these superstars. Yeah, is what got me. I'm like, wow, this the fact that we're like, you know, yeah, it's advertising and Nike and billion dollars. Yeah, it's a whatever. major corporation. You can say what you want about what but, their intent is. But, sure. But the fact that they can that you, we can't deny that uh, ads like these can inspire whether they're targeted for men or for women. And, you know, there have been plenty of commercials uh, as when I was a kid that were like inspiring. Oh, no. They believe I could do whatever. All the so, players playing in the airport. Still one of my favorite commercials of all time. Yeah, the yoga, Soccer or not. Uh, yoga Bonito. Yeah, yoga yoga Bonito. Bonito. Those were like, oh, my God, this it made me fascinated with the sport and there were yeah. a, a bunch of women in those ads and stuff like right. that so it, it can feel a little uh not inclusive right sure and then when you see it as from literally you're looking f- like through a little girl's eyes and seeing all these superstars and, and seeing the effect it has on her you're like yo man it makes you care so it made me care more about the women's game it also made me feel like how could you not want this to succeed you know you have to be a monster i just don't get it like how is your ego that hurt by women playing soccer because there is even under the ad and the dumb comments of like you know people are like well objectively i just prefer watching men play because they are better and it's just like yo dude that is not the point no one's arguing what like who's better we know who would win if the men and women played yeah uh, at at least as of right now yeah Yeah. no that's not that's not it but the the idea that that you can't support it that you can't be like insane you, you only support the best things ever nothing yeah there's no ever it's scenario that's it <laughs> so you're not cool with an underdog <laughs> like ever so it's just so absurd like it, it's like to, to imply that watching women at the senior level a senior international level is is not objectively better than watching some like second third division england like you you were ridiculous yes the players might be a little bit better yeah it's they're still playing trash soccer right you know what i mean the quality of the game is not better right so if i hear from a burnley fan (laughs) that you don't want to watch the women's world cup i'm gonna have some follow-up statements to make have you seen your team (laughs) if i hear from a huddersfield fan that you don't want to if i hear from a Brighton fan. <laughs> if I hear from a Houston Dynamo fan, even if I hear from a, 
uh, you know, uh, uh, a mean, Pumas <laughs> fan. <laughs> okay, yeah. Look, it, 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 anybody that you don't want to watch, I'm like, yo, hold on a second. Let's stop acting like you're the Galacticos, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's a, the, it, it, it suggests that, oh, um, that the, the, the games are not entertaining to watch. It's and, ridiculous. Not, there's, there's, a, there's a million yeah. trash-ass soccer games all over the world. Don't, yo, let's don't, be for real. Don't specifically call out women because they're women that are playing. You, like, you tell me that you can't go to a women's soccer game or watch a women's soccer game that's not more exciting than minute two to minute 88 <laughs> of the Champions League final? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, damn mine. <laughs> so it was uh, really, really dope. Uh, uh, just seeing, I, there's been a bunch of ads in a, a bunch of different countries. We, you know, uh, the, the Germany had uh, uh, a specific one for like specific teams. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. So it's just been cool to see because the, it, it really does feel that like the, the level of promotion from from the from the big sponsors from Adidas from Nike it's kicked up a little it's bit. kicked up it's just like yo this uh, the, the, the belief is that the women's World Cup uh, can be from a from a maybe marketing perspective and maybe money making perspective can be just as big as the men's World I Cup. think bigger honestly just and I think the proof is in our our podcast right I mean you guys can't see the information but we see it when we have women's soccer players on yeah the numbers go through the roof yeah it you is. know what I mean and and part of it is it's we don't want to have more women's soccer players on because of that we just love the fact that they're like yo this is undisputable proof now when you have a woman's soccer player on people want to listen to that because they're not getting the content they're yeah. not getting the interviews they're not uh, they're not getting the multitude of places to see it just when uh lifetime uh signed up to be the uh the the and, television and the, channel and for the nwsl they were like we're gonna do a pregame and people will go nuts because there's no pregames for yeah. these shows, for yeah. these games. Yeah, just treat it with like the respect that you give, you know. Anything uh, else? Every, uh, a U18 game. Is- Ridiculous. <laughs> so You got your Madden or, you know, screen, teleprompter thingy, what, telestrate, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. You get that for a, U- a U20 World Cup <laughs> match? You don't get that for an NWSL match? Yeah. So uh, it, it, uh, it's exciting. And, and they've, done, they've done it uh, the right way. And far, as far as like building up hype for, yeah. for this tournament, I, I'm just... I'm like even more hype after. Watching. I'm gonna put this out there, dog. If we get invited to a men's national team wedding, we're not going. <laughs> we're not going. Unless yeah. it's two two of the players that get married to each other. Then we'll be there. Then we'll be there. <laughs> we'll be there, my guy. Okay. Okay. A little Pride Month uh, marriage. You think men? we won't? We will, bro. <laughs> we're gonna show up and we're gonna give side eye to all your judgy ass parents. <laughs> okay. Hey, yo, but we definitely we 100. percent We want to go to Allen Krieger and Ashlyn Harris. Yeah. So I'm currently, so I'm currently editing the video for uh, of our media day, which uh, should be done. Uh, uh, we'll have it up Thursday. Uh, I'll just give myself a deadline. Okay, so, there you go. All right. So uh, th- tomorrow. Uh, yes, tomorrow you'll see it tomorrow. So uh, that will be up. Subscribe to our YouTube channel right now uh, so you can uh, make sure that you do not miss it. And, and hit the little notification button. I'm, I literally, I had put this on Twitter. I, I was editing it, and I'm like, I can't believe I'm editing this. I, we, we were with every women's national team player, everyone in t- interviewing them. Like, I, I there, it, there's a, and it's it, it's also funny, right? I'm like, yeah. I'm also, it, even maybe, people, I don't want any necessarily any input, but it, it's weird editing it because I am, somewhat conscious or even cognizant of the fact of the fact that we are comedians, right? Mm-hmm. And we want to kind of show, uh, highlight a different side of the game, right? Uh, and, and and players and personalities, but 
and uh, nothing that we did while there was rude or disrespectful, but there is that concern of like, we didn't, you know, we're not journalists and we didn't ask them. We're uh, clearly media adjacent when right, it comes so, to these things. So we weren't dumb, but I, I'm like, while I'm editing it, I'm like, yo, this is, I think this is really cool, but I don't want people to think that we're not treating these women like serious athletes, which we are. I think, I honestly think what we do shows more respect. Okay. Because we're like, yo, we just want to hang and have a good time. This is their one chance sometimes to do these media events and these scales and everyone's trying to be super serious we're giving you the same respect we would give the men's team or any other team I agree. and we're like yo we want to joke with you we want to show your personality why you got to walk in here and say the same thing to everybody every time they got six tables they got to sit at and every time they do it they got to answer the same six questions nah son we come in here with the bands. <laughs> so and there's a lot of it. So uh but you know that it's like that it is on my mind because I do I do I could see how it could be misconstrued I, like, as I, that. I don't want I don't want people to think that we're we're not taking it seriously. But also what find me something we do take seriously. <laughs> but, Imagine we all of a sudden switched it up, okay. then that's disrespectful. That, that that's that the uh, maybe that take it seriously is not the right word. It is sh- to to show respect. And I think the I don't want that to not be there or not or people to think that we're not showing them respect. But this is how we treat everybody. Exactly. So I, why wouldn't we do it this way when it's them? I agree. I agree. I'm just you know, but this is yeah. as a comic, right? These are you know like, you know how like you know comedians sometimes will make fun of the people they like? Yes. Somebody walks in a room, you make fun of them if you like them, and they're like, yo, why are you making fun of them? Because if I didn't, that would mean I don't like them. Okay. Yeah. We have we poke fun, we have a good time, right? We we play silly games sometimes or or we, you know, we have games attached to the questions we ask. We do that with everybody. Why wouldn't we do that with the Women's World Cup? Too? Exactly. Yeah. And there'll be a lot of fun. Uh, it's, it's, it's generally uh, and genuinely fun and yeah. silly. And, and we're and doing it because we absolutely adore yeah, the, the fact the, that the, we get a chance this, to talk to these just, titans of the game. This is just a warning for, for people that just to hype up this video a little bit. Yeah. This video is so heavy on us really, really trying to get invited to this wedding. <laughs> it's a big portion of it. It's a big, it's the majority of the video, to be honest. Two things stand out on that. <laughs> Day. Three things. We got hugged by Hallie, right? We begged to be invited to her wedding, probably not in that order. And three, I love Hairbender from Stumptown. Shouts to Eric Keating. So, uh, yes, there's, uh, there's, that's really what the the plot points of, of for yeah. this video. We were in front of uh, what A- you know, Alex, Alex Morgan, Morgan, Carly Lloyd, Carly Lloyd, all of them. We were spending <laughs> our time trying to get invited to a wedding. And not because we think it's good for the show. We want no, to be at this wedding. Be there. So bad. We won't even talk about it on the show. <laughs> it would just be an honor. That yeah. would be so wild. And by the way, I'll be Christians plus one. We won't invite our ladies. <laughs> Hell no. And we're going to dance salsa. Okay. okay. And I'm going to wear a dress. I'm merengue. <laughs> Are you kidding? I'll also wear a dress. <laughs> we're not wearing dresses. But <laughs> I will 100% dance the night away. Yeah. You got no questions. Uh, 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 yes. That will be beautiful. And if you think for a second, I'm not going to destroy that cocktail hour, <laughs> my guy. So, uh, so look out for that. So, uh, okay. Um, yeah, like we said, uh, the, the, so the World Cup uh, starts this uh, Friday, uh, 3 p.m. Eastern, June 7th. Uh, it is kicking off with France and South Korea. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to uh, be, uh, obviously, we're going to be covering the games, uh, to, uh, you know, in, in, on our episodes. We're going to be trying 
also to get a couple people that are uh, that are at the World Cup, either some right. journalists, and subject stuff, matter experts, to call into the show uh, and really uh, let's uh, you know really really enjoy this uh, this Women's World Cup and uh, you know the World C- the Gold Cup is also going to be happening uh, starting real soon. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, we're going to go in heavy on this uh, this uh, Women's World Cup, man. It's gonna absolutely. Be a lot of fun. And if you if you as fans have someone that you think uh, should be calling into the show, let us know. Yeah, do that. Also, shoot us a tweet. Uh, uh, shout out to Total Soccer Show because they've done. Um, their Women's World Cup previews and they go through every group and it's uh, frankly the best insight uh, from any any sort of form of media that I've uh, consumed. Uh, Total Soccer Show has, has been so on point. If you want to learn about uh, the Women's World Cup and the players, on, on like sort of the standout players uh, on every team, uh, so that when you're watching, you're not just like watching the red team against the blue team or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You actually know who's who and what and kind of like what their strengths are. Listen to uh, the Total Soccer Show and their World Cup uh, previews because they're, they're uh, uh, second to none. They're I'm trying re- to pull up the uh, review so I could see exactly what he said what he called them oh uh uh, the beards yeah uh uh, what was it oh god Uh, it was so funny the brit and the lumberjack and the lumberjack with the prepubescent voice listen to those guys they're absolutely great (laughs) they are they should they should i mean rename the show it's it's a strong branding total soccer show i think we got something a little better (laughs) a little something that i think just hits the nail on the head (laughs) um so uh okay so that's it anything else to add alexis um i'm gonna be back on hq Okay. Yeah, I'm back on HQ uh, today. If you listen to this on Wednesday at I believe eight or six, six or eight, I'm not sure. You should know. I, this. Hold on, I'll pull it up while okay. we're talking. Also, uh, so uh, yeah, we weren't sure if we could announce it just yet, but uh, thank you to the people who did uh, watch uh, Alexis and Ro- commented and commented. It was huge on on HQ. So uh, make sure you do that again uh, as soon as he knows what time he's going to. 8 p.m. 8 p.m. on the HQ app. You can do HQ Sports again or just HQ. It's tribute. HQ Sports. Yeah. So listen up. Eight o'clock. It's gonna be dope yeah uh, it'll be a lot of fun yeah so uh, uh thank you to everyone who did uh well, like i was saying before thank you to everyone who did watch because when you support uh us and the other things that we do it, it is genuine it, it genuinely helpful and uh and this is it, that this second opportunity probably does not happen without cool against fans showing some love absolutely and it's one of those things that like i tried to put in some stuff in there just to signal to the Cooligans fans that I'm saying hello. Yeah. Like at the end, I said, stay gully. I'm keeping that, of course. Like I'm, I'm trying to show you guys love because I just know how much love they show us. Sure. Uh, and this is big for our show. This is big for Christian and I. When we get these opportunities, you know, people were supportive. They came out to see you in that play. People in this opportunity, they're saying, you know, they're sending nice messages. These things are huge. Everyone who comes out to Two Boots, everyone comes out to Illuminati Party. This means the world. Even just at the, uh, at the Champions League. You yeah, know? that was so awesome. People walking up, literally walking in and being like, yo, I'm here because of you like for that for us that's massive yeah that was super super nice uh just the stacks who showed up in the everton (laughs) mad disrespectful (laughs) love the just uh the the straight up disrespect yeah that's Uh, it's gully yeah as gully as it gets yeah Uh, so uh all right so that's it thank you again uh for listening to the show thank you again to the portland timbers for saying this is like uh, this is insane i'm getting emotional this is beautiful uh (laughs) but uh thank you for uh for for the incredible gift Uh, i can't believe we own a part of Providence Park. Hey. Hey, I, I can't believe we're now shareholders <laughs> of the Timbers. Yeah. That's how it works, right? Okay, when the next transfer, I'm gonna we're, you got you gotta get our input first yeah, before yeah. you meet me. How much Tam? 
Why don't you let me crunch the numbers a little bit? <laughs> okay. The final decision yeah. is up to the Cooligans. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, thank you again. Thank you so much for all the people uh, who helped us. Uh, we, like we said before, um, helped us get to those 200 episodes, to the 201st episode. Uh, we appreciate yeah. it. And uh, yeah, a lot of uh, just fun, big things coming soon uh, for the Cooligans. And uh, and yeah, and, let, and watch the Women's World Cup, man. Please uh, do. Uh, tune in because these games are going to be dope. And, uh, and you know, it's not, it's not, we, we, it's not definitive that the U.S. is just going to run right through it. Uh, the, the games are going to be pretty competitive. It's going to be a fun one. And there's so much. There's the end of the U-20 World Cup. There's the Gold Cup. And there's the World Cup. I mean, there's just a lot. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Okay? You're not leaving your house. All right? You're going to have 14 streams going on yes. at once. <laughs> a lot of, you got a lot of devices <laughs> also. And you know it. If you want to find out about the games, at least the fun stuff that's happening at it, you got to come to Cooligans, baby. Right. And shouts to all Gully Squad members. Uh, thank you so much. Maybe we'll add some second episodes uh, to cover all these games that are happening. Exactly. Exactly. So we're going to be doing uh, putting out a, a bunch of more stuff. So again, thank you again uh, for listening. We appreciate you. We love you. Uh, so with that said, my name is Christian Polanco. I am Alexis Guerrero. And together, what are we? The Cooligans!